Hey everyone, it's Evelyn, your host of Now I Get It, today's entertainment business news in five minutes or less. What better way to come back to all of you than to discuss what none of us can stop talking about, which is the Sex in the City drama and how it affected Peloton bikes. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how the new Sex in the City reboot, just like that on HBO Max, and Peloton, the treadmill that became infamous in their first episode, are both losers in the situation. But I think that Peloton is less of a loser. The Sex and the City reboot, but it is so cringy and trying so hard to be woke that it comes full circle and is the opposite of woke. You have privileged white women in their 50s living in uptown Manhattan, navigating life in 2021, which to a privileged 50-year-old white woman is a minefield of social faux pas. It's very clear that Carrie, Miranda, and Charlotte are really trying hard to navigate this and say the right things, all while saying the wrong things and doing the wrong things. All that to say, in the very first episode, should have said this, spoiler alert, Carrie's husband, Big, dies after writing a 45-minute session on a Peloton. And just like that, Big died. Now, I don't even want to get into the death scene. There were so many problems with that. Like, hello, why did Carrie want to make out with him instead of calling 911? But what happened after was hilarious. So for those of you who haven't watched Sex and the City, the entire show, the entire premise, the entire first movie was about how Carrie is pining over Big and wants to be with Big and she ends up with Big. So it's safe to say everyone who had high hopes about this reboot were shocked when in the very first episode of this reboot, Big dies from a Peloton ride. So that's all people can talk about. And what was so crazy was that because of people's perception of Big dying from this Peloton, the next day, Peloton's stock price dropped 11%, marking the company's lowest stock price in 19 months. And I don't want to say it was only because of this episode. Okay. So now I'm going to pivot into what's been going on with Peloton as a company. There's been a lot happening to the company. I already did a podcast episode earlier a few weeks ago about Peloton, but Peloton has really been struggling to hold on to its momentum and popularity ever since its peak um, during quarantine. It obviously came to popularity for the upper middle class during quarantine when there was no, when there wasn't a lot of exercise options. But during the past two years of COVID, there've been plenty of cringy moments ranging from making fun of the actress in a Peloton commercial during early COVID um, where she looked like she was in pain exercising to Peloton having product recalls on their Peloton treadmill and having to apologize for product deficiencies to most recently really, really poor quarterly earnings in the financial markets because of restrictions easing up in society where people are now choosing to go to the gyms instead of ride their Pelotons at home or buy Pelotons for that matter. So this brings us all back of how Sex in the City was the dagger through Peloton's heart when Big died from a supposed heart attack on the Peloton. What was so hilarious, and honestly, at this point, quote unquote, so Peloton, was once again, their failure to address this from a PR perspective. The next day, a Peloton representative who was on like their medical board said that although she was also sad about how Big died in the episode, she blamed the fictional character's death on his fictional lifestyle, saying Mr. Big lived in a stragglenet lifestyle um, containing cocktails, cigars, big steaks. Uh, You know, he was already at cardiac risk. You know, these lifestyle choices 
are significant factor and were likely the cause of death, which is hilarious that a actual in real life cardiologist is trying to explain the death, the fictional death of a fictional character on a fictional show. So that's the first step where Peloton went wrong after this episode. The second is kind of all encompassing, which is that Peloton admitted that they were unaware how their bikes would be used in the premiere. Now, I had so many friends that were DMing with me that were just like, there's no way Peloton could have like allowed this to go. But it's true. Peloton has literally come out to the public and said, due to confidentiality reasons, HBO Max did not disclose the broader context surrounding the scene in advance, their official statement said. So basically, HBO Max approached Peloton, asked if they could use their equipment, asked if they could use their branding in the episode, and Peloton agreed without actually watching the episode for final approval. So legal counsel, business development teams, this is a huge no-no just in deal-making in general. However, like literally 72 hours, 96 hours later, I would have to say I was very impressed with how Peloton has tried to save themselves. So the episode dropped on Thursday. Sunday night, Peloton releases a commercial of Big and the Peloton instructor on a couch in front of a fireplace in a very Christmas holiday theme where Big talks about how he's alive and he wants to go for one more ride. To new beginnings. To new beginnings. You look great. I feel great. Should we take another ride? Life's too short not to. And just like that, the world was reminded that regular cycling stimulates and improves your heart, lungs, and circulation, reducing your risk of cardiovascular diseases. Cycling strengthens your heart muscles, lowers resting pulse, and reduces blood fat levels. He's alive. Before this, Peloton's last Instagram post had 7,000 likes. There, Mr. Big comes back from life. Peloton video got 2.4 million views in 24 hours. So this is all really interesting. For those who don't know the story of how this came to be, Ryan Reynolds has a lot of entrepreneurial efforts. One of them is a marketing company. Ryan Reynolds gave an interview to The Hollywood Reporter this weekend that said that his marketing company, Maximum Effort, was in talks and pitching to Peloton as a potential client. When the episode dropped and Peloton was going through such a PR crisis, Ryan and the Peloton CMO jumped on a call immediately and discussed how Ryan's team could help them try to kind of salvage their reputation during this. Also, it's not so shabby getting Ryan Reynolds' marketing team to work on a commercial with you because guess what? Not only has Peloton posted it, and that's gotten 2.4 million views on Peloton account, Ryan Reynolds has posted on his account, which has over 40 million followers. So in this way, I actually feel like Peloton is the winner if it's a showdown between Sex and the City and Peloton because Peloton has been able to get their message across a way bigger audience at this point. And now it's kind of become, yes, Peloton cannot change the storyline in the show that Big Lit survives, but Peloton is able to kind of come back and be like, hey, look at our cheeky response because we get it, us being the butt of this joke in pop culture, but we're coming back at you. And now we're going to take control of the narrative and take control of the conversation. That's it for today's episode. It was a long one. We talked about a lot, but honestly, how could I miss touching on all of these different details? It was just too good. It was 
it was exactly what I needed to motivate me to come back to the podcast after a rough week in my personal life. Anyway, everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and talk to you next time. Bye.